Buff Nation! Let's go. Wow. That was, that was, a, that was enthusiastic. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Thank you. Damn. It kind of scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations. Trap hour, 36 p.m. every single day. Jake Schwanitz, RK, Uncle Neely, the power trio. Yes. Some are saying. Let's go. We are uh, we are very lounged up in here. We are. What is we it? Are. What do they call this? The players' lounge? Uh, this is part of the players' lounge. Okay. This is going to be the theater room once it gets primed out. Uh, you know, we, we got the logos on the chairs. Yep, and yep. We're leaning back and relaxed. I don't think I could sit up if I wanted to. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I've been to some places called the players' lounge that looked very different than this. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you have. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> Go up uh, front and get your ones. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched, um, I don't even know how to describe what we just experienced and just watched, yeah. but it was uh, every angle just amazing. And uh, Coach Prime's words after were particularly pretty awesome about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, a historic day, legitimately. Um, from the start of the day, just getting here, coming up, at, you know, at the eight o'clock hour, pulling into the lots and people already tailgating for a spring game in the snow, might yeah. I add, when it's cold as hell. Um, the, you know, the turnout that we had at the tailgate was incredible. We had all sorts of like different YouTube channels coming through. We had John the Liquidator come through, Alpine Garage Sports, TLP Sports, like all these people just kind of coming together to, you know, experience an incredible day. Uh, And I can honestly say never before have I had so many people come up all across, you know, campus just saying like, hey, listen to the show, love what you're doing with Neely. Like, it was just, it was, it was incredible. Uh, And that's before we even got into the game. Yeah. I concur, man. It was, uh, and this is naturally my first Colorado spring game. Yep. You know, I have seen a, a couple of Coach Prime's spring games, the first one in Colorado. And when you look at the challenges uh, of the weather, and it was still actively snowing as we were preparing for the game, and it didn't, it didn't change anything. Over 47,000 in attendance, high energy. Uh, it was amazing, man. I, I loved every minute of it. I, I guess the only thing that didn't happen, you thought was going to happen, the, the, the Ralphie run didn't happen. Uh, you know, for, for yep. issue, weather issues and that kind of thing. But, it was, man, it was – what a turnout in a day. I was a little – I'll be honest, and I, I apologize to everyone who showed out because I was worried. When I woke up – actually, when I was leaving the DNVR bar last night after the Nuggets game and it was dumping snow, I was like, man, I hope that people still come out. Yeah. And I knew that it would still be a great crowd comparatively, but I was worried about it being as full as it ended up being. And I even said when we walked into the stadium, like, hey, if you're not here when it's cold, don't come when it's warm. And everyone was here. Everyone was here. You fired a shot, I did. I did. (laughs) You fired a shot. (laughs) I did. But everyone played their part. Um, Damn near sold out the entire stadium. You know, what was the final attendance, Jake? Uh, 40 th- 47, 477, I believe. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Great job by everyone. And it was, it was a perfect appetizer is what I would call it. Yeah. We got a little taste, a little taste of what things are, are going to be like here, uh, from here on out. Uh, and just enough to keep everyone wanting that main course yeah, even more. more. Yeah. I, I got the opportunity to step inside a couple of times uh, here, here in the locker room, the players lounge and, and see the ESPN broadcast. And man, when you talk about this place was well showcased, you know, to that audience, you know, from the, the scenery of the crowd to the interaction with coach prime during the game, the interviews with RG three and Chris Fowler, they were doing well represented, man. It, it looked great. It looked great. And then, you know, for that snow that was falling during the game, it just added to oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just like, these, these crazy folks are out there, and it's snowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's 47,000 people, and the snow is falling. And, it, man, it looked cool on TV. That's awesome. It looked really cool on TV. I mean, I can't wait to kind of go back and watch it because I'm sure we missed some stuff uh, from the broadcast. We did go live a little bit before the spring game. Neely, you are down on the field uh, with everyone. What was it like pregame on the field with the team? Amazing. Uh, you know, to hats off to the grounds crew here, mm-hmm. you know, because when we got here about uh, eight this morning, looked out of Coach Prime's office, you're like, there's no way we're playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's no way this game is going to take place right. with the amount of snow. And they were shoveling the sidelines, you know, not using equipment, just a couple of guys. You're like, if they're going to do the whole field with just three dudes, like, there's no way we're playing this game. <laughs> 
brought out the heavy equipment, man, and then rolled up with some brushes, and, and you couldn't tell that it had two or three inches of snow on it just two hours before kickoff. Right. Uh, and so to go from that to see the crowd filing in and the energy from those fans when position groups would come out, you know, when receivers came out, the line, the defense, when, and then when Coach Prime walked out, oh, my God. Like, yeah. just, just to see the energy from the folks excited to see these, finally get to see these players was – you never forget it. For sure. For me, it was literally like the moment when they were doing like the pregame hype, you know, Coach Prime standing on Ralphie in the middle, and then the team is like huddled around him. Yeah. And you could just see like the crowd was feeding off it. The team was obviously feel like feeding off of it. That was like when it hit me. Like Coach Prime is actually here. <laughs> like this is legit. This is really happening. Yeah, I get it. Eyes. I remember that feeling. I, you know, since I've been with them from the Jackson State seasons to now, I know how you feel mm -hmm. because it was that first time. He had been to Jackson State, you know, some months before we played the game. And then you see him in a stadium coaching, like, this happened. Yeah. And to see him here in that energy in Colorado, man, and I know he was blown away by it, too. There was several times on the ESPN broadcast where he literally said, hey, Rick George, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Because I'm looking at this crowd while it's actively snowing, and there's 47,000 people here. Yep. And I'll speak on behalf of Rick George saying, no, thank you, Coach Prime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was so cool. Uh, who, who all was down on the field that, that stood out to you? Uh, the former players. Uh, yeah. to, to see their energy, you know, because I know this program has, you know, kind of gone into a, a sunken place, a dark place for a while, and, and those guys had not been coming back, being engaged and active. And to see them on the sideline and uh, hugging each other and talking about where it's going from here. Mm -hmm. uh, Cordell Stewart, Michael Westbrook, you know, uh, Terrell Davis was, was yep. out there, like so many guys who were just, you know, icons in Colorado sports hanging out on the sideline because Deion Sanders is, is now the head coach. I think that was a, a big takeaway from the energy down there. Yeah, Coach Prime talked about, we'll get to the post game, but he talked about the alums and all the former players here a lot, a lot of admiration. I, I have to say, you know, I love having all of the legendary buffs in the building. Terrell Davis being down there really stood out to me yeah. and was impactful to me because that doesn't happen. That's never happened. Like, yeah. you know, John Elway is the king of Denver sports all time. He'll make an appearance everywhere. So, you know, he, he's been here before. Other than that, like, I can't remember a Terrell Davis being on the sidelines. I can't remember a Shannon Sharp being on the sidelines, which we know is coming eventually. Um, <laughs> these guys who are icons in Denver – <clears throat> haven't always embraced what's going on here in Boulder. Mm -hmm. So to see Terrell Davis, who in my opinion is the greatest playoff running back of all time, mm -hmm. down there on the field just taking it all in and, and, and you know, supporting what's going on here was special and, and just a different type of impact of like, oh, my God, this is, this is taking everyone by storm. And, and not week two first home game against Nebraska for a scrimmage. Yeah. Like he was here for a scrimmage in the snow. I know Terrell Davis has some other places he could be other than a practice in the snow. And so to have him show up in these conditions for a practice just shows you the, the fever pitch that's around this program now and how many people believe in Coach Prime and what's going to take place here. That's why I'm wearing these glasses inside. The future's too bright, man. Like it's, it's happening. We are witnessing history. Are we and ready? they look good. Are we ready to well, get into you, the sir. game? Let's get into the game, man. All right. I mean, uh, we're in these recliners, yeah. you know, and uh, I'm almost like Al Bundy mode when I do the hand <laughs> right there. Just We're so relaxed. You know, it's like Monday night football. You know, it's just, let's break down the game. Well, then kick back a little bit longer while I uh, pay the bills real quick. <laughs> Shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck brewers <clears throat> here at DMVR. Uh, hopefully you guys got to crush a few of them. I know I got to crush a few in the pregame, Ryan. I did not get to crush too. any on the field, no. <laughs> yep, I had a couple. I actually passed the hydration test in the bathroom yes. over here. So, uh, you saw the chart? Good. Yeah, yeah. I love the chart. Yeah, I got blinking Every green. Every time I pee in the locker room, I'm sitting there <laughs> looking at the chart and looking down at the color. Because it tells you, like, this color, this, this color, this. Hey, if you smell something but you didn't eat asparagus, you know. I love that chart, man. Yeah, man. I, I want to put it up in my home bathroom. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I got a kick out of that. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I'm glad you did, man. Yeah, man. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Use Breck Brew to make sure that you're hydrated, I suppose. You could try out Mountain Beach Sour, Vanilla Porter Jr., Mile High City Golden Ale, all your favorites. Go to www.com or www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. And then shout out to Fubo TV. Uh, this game was just streamed on – or streamed. It was live broadcasted on ESPN to – I mean, I don't know how many millions. People. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm sure a lot of Tens people of watched millions. it on Fubu. Hundreds of millions. <laughs>
Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Billions. Billions. (laughs) (laughs) Fubo has 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. Um, It's the place to watch the Avs and Nuggets on altitude throughout their playoff push. Right now, you can start watching immediately with a seven free day trial. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. That's www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. Great service. Yes. I love me some Fubo. Uh, we were actually watching Fubo uh, upstairs in the press box. There you go. Yeah. Not just on your TV. You got exactly. it on your devices, yeah. too. Uh, we had to get all the angles, all the replays, at least. Oh, that's actually smart. Um, you, you know how you have those books you can listen to? Yes. He should really get into that. Like, I, I can drive cross-country just <laughs> listening to him read me something. Damn. That's, like, a fantastic compliment. That really is. Podcaster. That's yeah, amazing. I, I, I'd you. probably doze off. Not, not because, like, you're <coughs> no, boring. No, that's a it's great just, uh, His it's voice a is so soothing. You know, it's just, I'm sitting here like, ah, oh, Jake is talking. <laughs> I told you you could sit back, man. <laughs> um, all right, let's start with the game. That's probably my best chance of reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> we started like, if it out. didn't have pop-ups, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not reading the book. We started Coloring out book. two kickoff reps, and then we got uh, the first-team offense. First play was Shador to Travis Hunter for 10 yards. Dylan Edwards had uh, about a 15-yard run up the mid- middle. Mm-hmm. The pace, man. Mata! Mata just walked by, man. You guys, I know we're live. You got to shout out Mata, man. What's up, Mata? Shout out, Mata. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're just doing a live show. Don't, you know, don't let us interrupt you. <laughs> There's a, you want you my seat? You probably do better than I, I would. <laughs> um, and what stood out to me we've talked about it all spring the pace of this offense oh my mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. holy cow they are moving yeah. yep what stood out to me is I was like whoa chill when they all piled up on Travis on the first play yeah I was like everyone needs to calm down yeah stay away from him now, I'm, I'm like that it's just <laughs> at, at practice you know I'm like can we give Travis a quarterback jersey like yes no one touches him yes they had you the know. gray today let's just give him the gold <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, then the first touchdown, Shador to Travis Hunter from 14 yards out. Uh, get used to hearing that extra point. <laughs> Glad Matt Okamata kind of walked away because it was blocked, and then Jeremiah Brown took it all the way back for two points. No, we can get Mata back in here. Now, you know, I don't know a lot about kicking, but a lot of times the block ain't the kicker's fault, you know, so. The second I, – I, I missed the first one. The second one was absolutely not his fault, and I assume – the first one was a similar problem. It was pressure up the middle. Yep. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> That's the one thing you cannot allow. Right. I, I do want to say this. I'm going to talk to him while I look at you. Okay. <laughs> Who did that scoop and score? Jeremiah Brown. Jeremiah Brown. Who did I say was going to have a breakout? Jeremiah Jeremiah Brown. Okay, I'm just saying. <clears throat> you know. Yes, well sir. Done. That was Dre's pick, too. Oh. Jeremiah Brown. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who was my pick? Oh, my pick didn't play. Yep. Charlie. Great, Great job. Thank you. <laughs> I thought my insider over here would have let me know he wasn't playing. When I, I hey, said. man, you know, sometimes these are game time decisions. You yeah. know, we did the show. I didn't know. Yep, you know mustache was still killer, but, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know he wasn't shooting up. Um, first team defense got out there. Travis, of course, started with the first team defense. Uh, Shane Cokes got a tackle for a loss on an off tackle run. Um, Cokes and Payne, I noticed, were getting some pressure up the middle. Um, and they, Cokes had two, I think. Knocked down passes at the line of scrimmage. He did. Too. He so did. He, he did. was impactful. I, I mean, so if you ask me, you know, a unit that really impressed me, I'm going with the defensive line because of the circumstances they were up against. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you come to a, a nationally televised scrimmage, international televised scrimmage, and you got four guys, and you had that. Remember, I was sitting here saying yesterday that the, the running backs are going to have a big game right. because of that. And those guys, you know, uh, they didn't quit, man. <laughs> like, they balled out. I, I was really impressed. Yeah. And I think, you know, you said, it, you said it perfectly. Like, they kind of had a built-in excuse to not ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we, if they ran for 1,000 a, a yards out there, we would have come in there and said, yeah, well, it wasn't really fair for the defensive mm-hmm. line. They didn't think of it in that way at all. Yeah, I talked to uh, OB O'Boyle, uh, O-line coach, before the scrimmage and, and said, hey, how are you going to really measure your offensive line when they're playing against, you know, this depletion of the defense line? He said, look, those four guys are four guys that we're going to face this fall. Like, so don't, don't think that because we are low in numbers that they're not going to be playing some competition. Yep. And it came true. They, they, they did it. Uh, first team offense went back out on the field a bit after that. Shador tried to go deep for Travis, but that's when Travis tangled legs with Tyron Taylor. No flag. Where's the flag? Yeah. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Even Coach Prime was asking for the flag. No, nah, that, that was a flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was a flag. He gets that in a game yep. for sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, after that, we got the first big play from Montana Limonius Craig. Uh, gain of 39 yards down the west sideline. Um, kind of mossed kid, actually. Yeah, and yeah. It, was a, it was a free play. Yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, I was surprised the refs let it run because the ball was on the ground. Shador picked it up, saw Montana, gave him a chance, and Montana went and got it. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, hats off to QB1 for, for knowing, hey, they hadn't stopped to play. Let me take this opportunity. Mm -hmm. And for that catch. Uh, that was that was huge. And shout out to RG3. I was watching that part on the broadcast. You know, the way you butchered his name was just it was it was beautiful. RG3 butchering Montana. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he went he went about zero for six. Zero <laughs> uh, for seven because he wore red on the field, which yeah. we don't do around here. Uh, before that big play, though, actually, it was when Caleb Mathis had back-to-back -back receptions. Mm -hmm. uh, had and that nice... was your guy. Wasn't it your guy? That was the Chats guy. The Chats guy, okay. <clears throat> yeah, my yeah. guy was Anthony Hankerson, who had a solid day. Yep, solid um, day. Caleb Mathis had one gain of 16, kind of over the middle. Nice ball by Shador. Uh, next play was a gain of six. That was on, like, one of those yep, bubble yep. screens. Mm -hmm. um, so that was, like, the across-the-formation. Right. Yep. Yeah. Love um, that play. After the big Montana Limonis Craig catch, Caleb Mathis got his third for a gain of 12, so 12-16-6. Guy got 25-plus yards on one drive. Yep. Um, after that. It's actually 30-plus. 30-plus. Decent effort on the math, though. Thank you. Well, I, I'm here for a reason. <laughs> so, like, my math is so bad, there's no way I can challenge <laughs> I'm, I'm not throwing a red flag on math. Like, I'm like, hey, he says 26, 26. <laughs> it's 28 just on the first two. <laughs> Amen. Don't question my math abilities right now. Yeah, you you stick to reading ass. Yes. Math ain't your thing. I can read. Yeah, you, you know your wheelhouse, buddy. You uh, read. Um, that drive finished with an Anthony Hankerson one-yard touchdown. Uh, solid, solid day from him. Ryan yeah. Staub kind of impressed after that. He had a really nice day. I saw at one point on the broadcast he was like 7-9 for like 90 yards. Is that a nice spring, man? Uh, you know, I think Staub, you know, if you if you added the ACHB stall back, you know, I think he's <laughs> – I, th I think he's a, he's a credible guy, man. Uh, in, in the QB room, you know, when they do these brain teasers, you know, he's always, like, sharpening on it. Uh, uh, when they are challenging QB1, Shadur Sanders in the QB room, and they'll ask him, like, all right, what do you think? He's right there spot on. So I'm not surprised, you know, that, that he had a good day. He's, he's a good kid, and, and he knows how to move the ball. For sure. Um, this was kind of towards the end of the first quarter, I guess. And then uh, Dylan Edwards, man. Every day. Smoke through a keyhole, man. <coughs> I, I mean, know. I don't know how he got through all just the interior of the play, but he just pops out, and it's like 15 yards downfield already. Yep. He's amazing. He is. He is amazing. Number 10, Dylan that, Edwards. That inside out, or that, yeah, inside out stuff is just going to be incredible for him. Yep. And like, hats off to him. I talked to him pre and post. You know, that guy really should like be in a high school classroom right now. Yeah. Like he's one of the early guys. <laughs> yeah. Like he, you know, about prom tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's here playing the spring game. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, and doing the damn thing while he's here. So hats off to him. I just love you know Bucky every every time in his videos when he breaks one, he just goes every day, every day. So I'm just calling him every day Dylan now. Yeah, it does happen, man. If you if you don't get him, you're not getting him. Nope. Uh, that was the end of the first quarter. We had some field goal kicks after that. Feely missed from 35. Mata hit from 40. Then Feely hit from 43. Outs. Then we kind of had a seven-on-seven seven period, but that's when we spotted Cormani McLean on the sidelines in a Louis Vuitton. He is here. Jacket. He is here. Uh, and uh, is, as we speak, meeting, meeting with Coach Prime. And uh, I asked him in the elevator when I was taking him up to Coach's office, like, how bad did you want to get out there? He said, man, don't, don't ask. Like, <laughs> like, I wanted it bad. Yeah. And Prime even shouted him out on the, on the ESPN broadcast. He was talking about Travis going both ways. He's like, hey, you hear that? You know, I got one more that's going to be going. Wow. Oh, man. Let's go. Um, he looks the part. Like, yeah, that does. long corner that can, you know, just make all those plays reaching around, that is uh, – that's, that's the stuff. Mm -hmm. um, next big play after that, probably the play of the game. Shador to Montana Limonius Craig. Looked like a broken coverage. 98 yards, though, to the house, man. Yeah, it was a cover two that turned out to be a cover one somehow. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, the, the corner's looking back like, wait, someone's supposed to be over the top. Yeah. MAs, missed assignments. Yep. Yeah, some, someone blew it. But you got to be able to take advantage of when they blow it. 
Of course. So again, whether it was the the lack of a whistle, you know, to take advantage of you know free play on the flag or that, you got to do what you do, man. And and they they matched up well. Well, sure. to that point, like someone in the back end, of course, missed the assignment, but there was pursuit, and Montana like stepped out of a tackle, like with 20 yards to go. So, I mean, it was like a true 98-yard touchdown. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. You know, good on Man- Montana for finishing the play because mm-hmm. um, he's wide open. You know, he, he has to make one guy miss to, to to finish that play. And when those plays happen in games, and let's say he gets tackled on the 13-yard line. You think, like, all right, that's fine. You know, we'll go get it. But a lot of times you end up settling for three there, and it's like, man, if you could have just broken one tackle. It matters. It matters. And, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. I won't won't mess up your beautifully said statement, you know. (laughs) Trying to neelize it. You want to just say it again? No, I just want to. <laughs> you say it again. I'm going to stare at you. All right. So the, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, first team defense got out there. Uh, Mr. Williams had a nice play on a second down. Uh, got a tackle in the whole big stick. And then um, we kind of not much going on until the halftime. But Dylan Edwards, a lot of reps at punt and kick returner today. I mean, and he had a couple catches. Yep. Just get him the ball. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He'll make someone miss, and then yeah, they're in trouble. Speed kills, man. Yeah. Like speed, ke- it absolutely kills. And uh, when you look at uh, a Jimmy Horn not being after today, who had been working in that spot, to have that you know you got uh, a Dylan that could do it, Travis can do it. Yep. You know, th- th- we got options. <clears throat> and you got the guy coming from from Jackson State. Sorry, I'm blanking his name. Yeah, Willie Gaines. Willie Gaines like, could do it. And that's – we've been talking a lot about size, you know, adding size to the wide receiver room, and I think that's something that they still want to do. But – Shador is so great at picking up on mat- mismatches that you can spread them out, you know, and you have Willie Gaines, Jimmy Horn. You could even line up, you know, yeah. Dylan Edwards in the slot, and he's just going to look out there and say, okay, who's getting beat deep? Yeah, I, that's what I was about to say. Don't get me wrong. You know, a, a, a 6'2 guy coming off the line when he's getting jammed, give me that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if I'm open, it doesn't matter from 5'10 or 6'3. I'm open. Yep. I've gotten past the defense, and, and the safety is not going to stop me one-on-one. Who cares about a guy's height then? Yeah, you want, you want some height on these 50-50 balls, these jump balls, back mm-hmm. pylon things. But a lot of these routes and the speed and tempo of this offense, don't worry about Jimmy Horn's height or Willie Gaines' height. Like, they're going to eat it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, first team offense started off the second half. Anthony Hankerson had a big run of 14 yards. I mean, it was classic Anthony Hankerson dragging guys for the last five yards of <laughs> that it. That was your guy. Yes, sir. That's that my was guy. your guy. And he, uh, he's gotten bigger for sure oh, yeah. since last season. Oh, yeah. I mean, he looks big. Yeah. Yep. Coach Flea pregame um, really wanted to see some magic out of Hank for that reason because he was a guy that was here. Yep. And, and really wanted him to get that opportunity to, to show what he can do in this new offense. And he did. Uh, after that, Mata had his second kick block. Tavion Beasley nearly took it. Hey, you're going to get off Mata, man. I, I'm just reading play by play, bro. <laughs> you can skip it. <laughs> you don't have to do every play. All right, we'll skip right over at that then. Um, Marvin Ham, the second, had a great uh, read and play to get into the backfield for a nice TFL. A guy that's earned his number who made a play on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big time, big time play. Read, read the hole, popped in there, and, and got a stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, Second team scored Staub to Michael Harrison from 30 yards out. And then Staub hits Renee Estes for the two-point conversion, too. Staub was dealing, man. He was. He and, was. He knows the offense. And, you know, we got to see two practices and then now this. Every single time, uh, Estes has been making plays. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another guy. So is that a correlation to your presence or his skill set? Hmm. Uh, you know, you'd have to tell me because no, you you've been in more practice. Like, hey, when we're here, he does this. So like, <laughs> man, you can't miss a game. Let's start calling the end zone Estes Park. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Jalen saw me, then got some interior pressure. He got a knockdown on one of Shador's balls uh, mm-hmm. right at the line of scrimmage. And then uh, Shador. You say balls a lot. Well, we're talking <laughs> football, brother. I mean, you can say he knocked down his pass. Like, like, like he just. <laughs> You just—I don't know, man. <laughs> just something I've just picked up on. You, you, um, they're alternative words, but you keep choosing balls. So I'll, f- I'll find some alternative words. <laughs> the pigskin. You could go with that. Yeah, I mean, the there's, there's a lot of. You know how to say balls every time. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Well, then a beautiful thrown pass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> by Shador Sanders to hit Montana Limonis Craig over the middle, gain of 17. Um, I don't know if it would have been like. 
maybe like a, a pressure situation in a real game because Shador's kind of flushed right. Mm -hmm. But he kind of reset his feet, looked over the middle, and threw a strike to Montana, who was coming back on a dig. Yeah. It was a beautiful play. Oh, yep. yeah. And, you know, you don't, you don't want to take anything away from a, a successful play right. in that tempo offense. But we do have to acknowledge that there is a certain effort from the D-line, and when they break through that first layer, they're not going full speed. They're right. starting to pull up. Yep. Because the last thing you want to do is run into the quarterback on the scrimmage. Yep. So there were, there were some sacks out there, <laughs> you know, oh, that yeah. would have been sacks in a live game. Well, and that's like the, the number one argument that happens in the locker room after a practice, right? Like, oh, I had you. No, yeah. you didn't. <laughs> no, I, didn't. I think Shador even said, like, I've been pulling up my Jackson tape, showing them, like, look, yeah. I, I can scramble. I would have yeah. been out no, of he there. He can. He can. Well, shortly after that, he ran it in from seven yards out and he scored did. a touchdown. Yep. Uh, lots of pulling back, though, when he <laughs> yeah. turned oh, that corner they better. And went up the oh, sideline. They better. <laughs> lots of pulling back. Um, okay, so official attendance was 47 to 77. So still pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. uh, Trevor Woods had a nice stick. He had a few nice sticks. I mean, that guy is just a, a walking hammer, man. Yep. Yep, he is. He's, uh, he's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there's like a couple plays out there where I'm like, whoa, chill. Yeah. <laughs> But he, he only has one gear. Mm -hmm. yeah. Trevor Woods just hits people. Yep. Uh, and then shout-out to the D-line. Aaron Austin got a sack on Colton Allen. was a pretty legit sack. I mean, couldn't really stop the play in time. The guy was in the backfield that mm -hmm. quarter. Yep. Uh, what else we got? Started the fourth quarter. <clears throat> quarter after that, Jalen Sami broke up his second pass at the line of scrimmage. Um, that was kind of it, though. Yeah. They kind of wound it down towards the end. And you never said balls again after I called you on it. <laughs> That's elite, you know, uh, in-game adjustments. Yeah, right I mean, he's, he's right up there with Shador. <laughs> yes. Comments are going crazy. Of course they are. <laughs> Try hard and hard. Oh, God. Oh, hard. <laughs> uh, player of the game. We, wait, 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 before we get to player of the game, do we not get any, any craziness on the urine chart that's in, in the restroom? Like, that, oh, that's wow. Wow. science. See, people believe in the science. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, like, happy that we're hydrated, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I am definitely hydrated. <laughs> Uh, player of the game, who you guys got? Hmm. Hard for me to say. Um, so I'm going to go with unit of the game because I'm still going to tip my hat to the defensive line. Yeah. Uh, I, I love what Caleb Mathis did. You know, um, I love what the, what the running backs did. Of course, I love what, uh, what Craig did, you know, mm -hmm. at receiver. But those kind of things, I think, were expected from my, my mm -hmm. perspective. I was expecting the defensive line to not have a good day, but they really dug in and said, I don't care if we're depleted. I don't care if it's just four of us. Mm -hmm. We're going to show what we can do in the scrimmage, and I think they did. Yeah, and I would probably go with Shane Cokes if you were going to pick one guy out mm -hmm. on, on the defensive line. I have to say I saw him when we were waiting for you uh, to come grab us. I saw him walk out. You know, you think for a guy who just played that many games, especially a bigger dude, you'd have, like, ice or he'd be limping or, you know, he'd look – he looked like he, you know, just got out of the shower, started the day, like just walked out, yeah. smiling, like, like you know, no, no sweat. Yeah, I love seeing that. Um, I think I have to go Montana Limonius, yep. Craig. Yeah, especially because you know, it was an opportunity for guys like him who have been here before to go out and show the world, like, hey, I know we went one and eleven, but that doesn't mean we were all trash. And we'll I love him going out there and kind of just putting a stamp on, mossing a dude, catching a long touchdown, making the play over the middle, and just saying, like, hey, look, I'm here. Mm -hmm. You know, like, don't don't forget about me. Yeah. I, and I thought that was impressive from him. No matter if RG3 can't say my name. Yeah, don't exactly. He'll, fig me. he'll figure it out, right? Yeah, really quickly. We'll make him learn. Yeah, that's my pick for uh, player of the game, too. I mean, would have been, what, over 150 yards he had, one I, touchdown. I don't know. Hold on. Would it have been over 150 yards? Like, if you <laughs> well, think I'm right with math, he had a 98-yard touchdown. Yarder, so, okay, yeah. all, right, all right, cool, 150 yards. Right, <laughs> yeah. Got to uh, double check that. I think you were for checking my stats. You're really. welcome. <laughs> Sometimes I actually bet you will get us a, 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 you know, a dumbed-down version of the stats eventually. So we'll uh -huh. get to see exactly how many uh, yards Montana had. Yeah. yeah, but like what you said, man. I mean, just a player who, I mean, has really stuck it out here at Colorado. Mm -hmm. Uh, last year, he was kind of tabbed as, like, one of the breakout players. Of course, bad quarterback play. They all kind of had a tough time. He had his moments. Yep. He had his moments two years ago, too. Yep. But now he's showing you what he can do with an actual guy at quarterback now. You wanted to say ball. You're like, you no. wanted to say ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You, 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 it almost you, – it was right there. Yeah. You um, know what he can do? Some good balls coming. Yeah, that's, that's what he yeah. wanted to say. Yeah, I didn't say it. I, didn't I will say, say – 
Montana is a clutch player. The yes. probably the two biggest plays he's made in his career at Colorado have both been in overtime. Yep. So awesome. yeah, uh, I'm hyped for him, and uh, yeah, make people learn how to say your name mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, post game now. Sure. Let's do it. I'm excited to hear because I, I I was a. Uh, Lugging, you know, the, the equipment up here while you were talking to Coach Prime. Well, I'd encourage you and everyone else to actually go back and listen to it. Um, I only got some bits and pieces here. He opened his press, uh, post-game presser, was just really amazed, very thankful, um, said it was phenomenal. I'm stoked about the attendance and all the electricity. I'm so thankful that God led me in this direction. I mean, the guy was just waxing poetically about how thankful he is to be here at CU, which we've heard since December. Mm-hmm. And I loved his post this morning. You know, with the, the field covered in snow, he's just like, thank yeah. you, God. Like, I know you have a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I love just that type of perspective. Like, you know, it's like, uh, I'm going to try to not sing this. It's like rain on your wedding day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. Um, but you can, yeah. you can, you know, cry about it or you can move on and, and make the best of it. And that's obviously what they did. <laughs> the but. chat's asking who won. Do we know who actually won the spring game? The um, offense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we know what team is it? So is that just that is team? the white team? White team? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he also talked about Peggy. I mean, Peggy was awesome. That mm-hmm. whole thing to start the game. I mean, I know we didn't have Ralphie, but that was just about as good. Yo, she crushed that ball. Yeah. She did. He like, said that too. <laughs> like, I was like, all right, let's see what happens. It here. was high like, risk, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, look, I'm sitting there watching. Like, do we really want to do this? She does her own stunts. <laughs> yeah, because this is still a little icy out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like. I, could we just play like she kicked? But no, she she kicked it. <laughs> and like I was, I don't I don't know what I was expecting when she hit it. I was like, oh, damn, yeah. <laughs> she, she clipped that. Yep, that's what he said. He said I was expecting a game delay, honest, like, and then but she nailed it. Jake was about to say that uh, she should replace Mata. I was not about to say that. Listen, there's, two, I was... there's two things you're gonna keep out of your mouth, and that's Whoa. balls and Mata. Okay, I'm being flamed. <laughs> Coach Prime said her kickoff was phenomenal. She's God sent. She's undarn believable. And he was talking a lot about uh, his visit with her and how she had yeah, caramel cool. on some, I don't know, croissants or something <laughs> to eat from her. He was going off about that. Sounds fire. Um, Coach Prime overall today, I was amazed. The energy just walking out the locker room with the team was a moment. It's one of those moments that you'll never forget. It was something to behold. Yeah, I agree. You know, I don't know if this came out in the presser. Uh, but yesterday in the team meeting and then out there at the 50-yard line, the past couple of days he has really poured into these guys and expressed how thankful he is for the people who didn't quit. Yep. That for the people who know that, well, I don't know how much longer I have here, but I'm giving this last week all I got, and they stuck it out. And he's very appreciative that they came to play today mm-hmm. and the energy they brought. And they didn't treat this like this is possibly – uh, my last game, they treated like, you know, I'm going to make the most of this if it is my last game instead of folding the tent up. And that is a, a real-life lesson right there. Like, you know, if you walk out on your job and then you need a recommendation letter, you're probably not getting it. Not a favorable one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you put in your two weeks notice and you, you know, come to work every day for those last two weeks and, yeah. you know, put it in, then – when the, your next employer calls, because that's going to happen with these guys. Absolutely. Coach Prime you know, knows everyone. The, the word but erases everything that comes before it. So I can say, hard man, hard worker, gave it all he got, did this, team meetings, but he quit. Well, all you remember is he quit. Yep. And these coaches, when they get calls for recommendations to tell us about this guy, professional ethics and their code of conduct amongst coaches, they're going to tell the truth. Yes. They're going to attach the – that the end of it is, well, you know, the last week he walked out on us, you know. And so he's been very thankful of the guys who, who have been here and stayed and, and played this game. And that will pay for them. Mm-hmm. It will. It will. Uh, you sure you guys run in the postgame presser? Because Coach Prime basically said all that. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Yeah. Uh, just talking about He's imparting his wisdom upon us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, down right to the calling other coaches and stuff, talking about players that have left and everything. Hey, I know my guy, man. Like yeah. he's, and he does the same thing even with scouts. You know, when you reach that part of the season and scouts are coming and watching practice and thinking about who they're going to draft, he ain't going to lie for you. Right. <laughs> like he, he is not going to lie for you. Because then they're not going to trust him the next time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he, it's, it's, those guys are going to get true recommendations. So the good things that they did while here, he's going to state those, but he's also going to let you know they walked out on us when we needed the most. 
Uh, Coach Prime on the play today, it's kind of hard to measure. I was looking for some people to do some things, and those people did it very well. He did say, however, the kicking was hot garbage and uncalled for. Wow. But he, but you, you left out a name, so you're good. I, yeah. Hey, man. His words. Yeah. Um, the overall kicking. I have to say, like, it was a hard thing to judge, and it's just one of those things whenever you're watching a practice, right? You don't know, are you happy for one side or are you bummed at the other side? Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. they blow a coverage and Montana scores a 98-yard touchdown. Like, I'm happy for Montana, but I'm like, how do you – Excellent point. How do you blow that? So, the one thing that was missing today was a true Folsom Field roar mm-hmm. because we didn't, get, we didn't get Ralphie. Obviously, everyone was hyped about Coach Prime coming out. I think someone – Messed something up somewhere along the lines where the timing wasn't right. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. it's preseason for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that wasn't quite as, like, right. concentrated as it could have been. Yeah. And then with the fa- with those big plays, like, everyone's excited, but there's also the other side of it. So, again, a little appetizer. When Ralphie runs against Nebraska, you're going to hear a sound that has not been heard in there in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Just talking about the roster and moving forward and, like, his next plan, Coach Prime said, this is the genesis of the new era. You all know that we're going to move on from some kids on this team and reload. Mm -hmm. And I think he said on the field with ESPN, I saw someone tweet out, like, we got some dogs coming. We do. We do. And and some of them are here now, and and that kind of thing will be announced when things become official and and public knowledge. but the, the players that you already know that are coming are not in this team. And he said this all week long in all practice, all spring ball long. This team that you saw today, the culmination of, of his first spring, is not the team that's going to travel mm-hmm. to Texas to play TCU. Yep. yep. It's going to be a totally different look. Uh, so, but you did get to see uh, schematically some of the things that the coaches like to do. You, get, you got to learn, like, his expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a lot of energy to this. But whether it was good, bad, or ugly – don't take that with you to TCU because this squad is going to be totally different. Yep. Uh, still on the roster, Coach Prime said, we got to make some decision, decisions uh, before talking about the guys that left. It was on them, he says. Now it's on me. Anyone that quits just before the spring game, that should tell you a lot. We don't look behind us, man. We look ahead. Nothing to add there. Yep. Uh, Unless you want to just throw in the word balls just <laughs> no, for no reason because you typically throw it in for no reason. I did ask Coach Prime about the quarterbacks, though. And did you ask response? him how their balls? I did not ask him about the quarterback's <laughs> balls. <laughs> I asked his thoughts on how Shador and the rest of the quarterbacks played. He said he was happy with their productivity. We need to find some people that can step up and do the things that Shador can do well. I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I think that the, what this locker room needs is a, uh, an older quarterback, maybe a grad student, grad transfer, yep. uh, somebody who understands and embraces the role uh, of QB2 as that relates to uh, uh, the scout team and practicing and getting the defense ready, but also being ready to go, God forbid, if you ever need it. I, I think this roster is missing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for him to put that out there publicly, hey, if you're watching this show and you are a grad transfer, hey, come to Colorado. We'd love to talk to you. We ain't hard to find. No, we ain't hard to find. <laughs> no, that's, that is needed. That yeah. is needed because as good as Staub and the other guys are doing in the locker room, yeah. uh, that's one of those positions that there is a, a, a true or significant drop-off. Uh, and, and it's not so much, again, for gameplay uh, because no one is sitting there worried about the, or thinking or planning for a QB1 to go down in any situation. But you need it for practice and preparation. Yeah. You know, you got to have – your defense is only as good as who they practice against. And your quarterback kind of needs a caddy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, who, who's always by his side, who's in the film room with him, who understands these things. You know, these young guys – I'm excited for them, but it's very different when you've been out there and you've seen Power Five football. Yeah. Or you know, it doesn't even have to be Power Five, but you've been playing Division One for multiple years and you've seen it all. That you can go out there and help him and you know just be his Absolutely. caddy. Absolutely. Coach Prime on having the alums back um, and having them come back for the regular season. He said, "I would hope so. This was a welcoming and kind of like a recommitment to the program. How can you not embrace them and give them the love they deserve?" Uh, he also said he's been with Cordell Stewart basically since Cordell's got oh, here. Oh, man. Look, Cordell got here, I think, on on, on Monday, <laughs> maybe Tuesday. And they have been lockstep meetings. He said he's breaks. been picking them up from like, yes. his house yeah, or yes. whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they have been 
together. I mean, other other than the, the hound's tooth yesterday, they, they've even dressing alike. Uh, <laughs> like, and they, they have gleamed a lot from each other because, of course, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, he is who he is. But Cordell brings that unique perspective of having been the guy here and, and what happened during the drop-off and, and being an ambassador uh, for the football alums and what they can mean in this program. I mean, they have been, you know, just – Shoulder to shoulder. Yep. The whole week. There you go. Like that. I was about to say cheek to cheek. And then he'll throw in balls and then we go down hey, tripod path again. Once again, I did not say it. Uh, <laughs> I Yeah. I mean, I hope Cordell never leaves. Yeah. Like, cancel your flight. Yeah. Just stay here. Um, he, you know, he's an incredible ambassador for the program. And I just have to say this. Before his time as a quarterback, because if, if Cordell Stewart was a prospect right now, he would be the number one overall pick. He'd be a problem. The, the NFL, all the current quarterbacks, say the past 10, 15 years, uh, including the Eagles quarterback now, should all just pony up and give Cordell some money. <laughs> because, like, he missed that. Now, he did well in life, don't get me wrong, but he missed that error in his talents and what he brought to the table as far as, you know, uh, uh, being able to take and propel the team, whether it's arms or legs, his mental capacity game. There's no doubt about he'd done well in this market. Yep. Yep. Amen. Coach Prime on his coaching staff. This coaching staff we have is really good. Really good. They've forgotten more football than some people in this room know. Do you look at you? No. Good. <laughs> I know ball. I, I agree. I, hey, you said it. I said ball. <laughs> I'm going to trust you. <laughs> if I ever need information on ball or balls, I will call you. Uh, then Shador and Travis got on the podium. Um, I couldn't get much from them. They were moving pretty quick. Uh, I'll need to go back and watch. But Travis, on waking up and seeing the snow, said, I woke up this morning and said, I don't know about this one. We have to play in the indoor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get 47,000 in the indoor yeah. some way, somehow. You know, and and it, I, I am not, like, in a capacity to even attempt to speak for the University of Coach Prime. I'm just – reading the room the vibe i can tell you man this morning it felt like this wasn't going to take place wow you know and for it to take place and take place at the at the height that it did you know is even more phenomenal because when you saw there was reach there was reaching this pitch of like all right we're either going to do this and we ain't because it takes time to get this off the field and if we don't start <coughs> now we won't be ready to be out there to warm up and you even saw they were still shoveling while the kickers were warming yep. up yep you know, it, it, it was – there was this window of time. Like, are we going to yeah. do this today or tomorrow? I mean, huge shout-out to the grounds crew, which has always been A-plus here. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't – it would have been just so sad if they had to pull the plug on this. Yeah. Um, and not just, you know, for, for us and being able to see the team, but, like, the people that we met today, I mean, damn near everyone was coming from somewhere else. Yeah. You know, we had yeah. people from Jackson. We had people from – Texas. We had people from Arizona. I mean, all over the, the – what did you say? Florida. Florida. Yeah. I mean, all over the United States, people came for this, and it would have just been so sad. If I've had to been pull the plug. totally blown away by the amount of Mississippians I've bumped into. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, they have literally – and I'm not talking about the players' families. Yeah. I mean, just fans of HBCU football, fans of these individual athletes and coaches – you know, I saw people from Valley where Vincent Dancy was the head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, unbelievable amount of people who traveled from the Deep South to come see this team that Prime has put together. And please keep coming back. You are, you guys are all yep. welcome here. You know, there's a guy uh, I was talking to who, you know, he was talking about the bandwagon buffs. Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> you don't even have to say that. Like, you're all buffs to me. Mm-hmm. If you support this program, you're a buff. You don't have to put the bandwagon uh, tag on there. Well uh, said, man. We need we need everyone, and this is coming from the guy who who started off with a shot like don't come when it's warm, you don't come when it's cold, and <laughs> then you went kumbaya and but that's put the what I'm, but that's, out but there. everyone everyone showed up, so yeah. like you know everyone earned their stripes. Uh, Shador said he spoke about just the receivers and the chemistry today. He said Montana really stepped up. He singled him he did. out. Yeah, he did. Um, he also I don't I didn't get a good angle from the press box. Maybe you guys saw it, but when Shador scored the touchdown, apparently 
He was like leading the oh, band. Oh yeah, he that was, was classic. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Um, he said he was surprised first off that they actually started playing when he was started <laughs> doing the thing. Um, He's like, oh wow, I have the power. <laughs> this worked. It's like Spider Man the <laughs> yeah. first time he shot out a web. Like, well, oh. First, he said he didn't know what he's gonna do. He said he got in the end zone. He thought about throwing the ball as far up into the stands as he as he could, but then he's like, nah. And then he just said it came to him naturally. And then he said, uh, him and Travis have something coming soon for touchdown celebrations. So, oh, yeah. Can't wait to see it because they are they are going to score. Oh yeah, yeah, they're going to score. Uh, Shador and Caleb Mathis's performance today. He said, "I called, I told Caleb before the game, hey bro, it's me and you today, me and you, and came through, man." Yeah, they've been playing ball together, you know, since little league. Uh, you know, Coach Mathis uh, is Caleb's dad. Coach is secondary. Yep. Uh, and Caleb has been in that Trinity program, Coach Prime's, you know, program in Texas. So Shador and, and Caleb have a relationship known each other you know since they were knee high yeah and so and for, so to have like a a, a jimmy down and uh, in times when travis wasn't out there i mean to to like oh there's caleb because he's another guy don't let size fool you he's, oh, got, yeah. he's he can run routes and he's got hands and he's fast yeah yeah, yeah. i'm throwing to the open guy <clears throat> i was really impressed by caleb and in a similar thing to you know being so happy for montana caleb you know uh Comes in here, he's a walk-on, you know, and there's people out there saying, oh, yeah, he's one of the, you know, he's one of Coach Prime's guys' sons. Of course he's going to be on the team. And, like, he went out there and balled and showed, like, no, yeah. this isn't a fluke. I can play. And internally, his dad had no knowledge or impact on him being a guy that got a number. His position coach, yep. you know, was like, no, this guy is on the third unit and he's working hard and guys on the first unit. Early for meetings, taking notes, perfecting his craft and routes. He's getting the number. Well, and he's been around Coach Prime, and he's been around Shador, and he's, you know, been around his dad. Like, those guys understand the standard. Yeah. And so it doesn't surprise me at all that he goes out there and meets the standard every day. I want to add a word to that, the non-negotiable standard. Yep. Yeah, it ain't no, hey, we'll do it this way today. Nope. It's this way every time. Yep. And I'm sure that's how it's been his whole life in everything. Yeah. Yeah, he was fantastic today. Um, we did get a commitment today. Mr. Um, Vito Tisdale from Kentucky will be joining the Buffs. Another safety. He was a 2020 recruit, a high three-star. Um, didn't play last year at Kentucky with a torn ACL, but he's coming in 6'1", 176, uh, incoming senior. So at least one year of eligibility, maybe two, maybe three. Who they knows? are stacking up that safety room. Yep. <clears throat> you know, you talked about it. You talked about the big plays on offense and where, how you were cheering, but that's also happening against our defense. Mm -hmm. we, we got work to do on defense, man, whether mm -hmm. it's the defensive line or, or – or I think, I think our if – if there's any group in our defense that's okay as far as personnel, it's probably the linebackers, Coach Hart's room. But corners, safety, D-line, I mean, we, we got to go shopping. But you've also – you've got Shiloh coming in. Yeah. You've got, you know – He was uh, here today. <clears throat> yep, saw him down there, saw him talking to you. Um, you know, you have uh, Cam, mm -hmm. who's a dog. You got Slush. You know, there's a lot of you've got Trevor Woods. So there's names in that in that room, uh, and they they keep adding. So but it's going to be a hell of a competition. Those, those good guys better. Competition is bringing in good guys to yeah. make them better and compete. Iron sharpens iron. Yep, every time. But people are afraid of sparks. <laughs> Sometimes it's got a spark. It's got a spark. I ain't sure. The sparks are gonna fly. Yep. You know, and so they they're gonna compete this uh, this summer, uh, and they're gonna you know as we go into that fall camp, and uh, but it, it's it's one of those things where this the defense needs some additions via addition. Yep. You know, uh, we we've had addition via subtraction. You know, the guys that left left, uh, and, and they weren't in a position to necessarily help us anyway. So okay, fine. Now we gotta plug these holes up and plug these up with these guys. That not only brings something to the table, but can they're either better than the guys we have or can help make the guys better that are here. In a normal year, that the spring game marks the end of something. Yeah. It does not feel like to me like we're about to hit some sort of lull. It's about to turn up. Okay. Coach Prime has said all week long, this is our genesis. Yep. Like this week, this Saturday is the genesis. This is where this program is going to start. Right. And this Launch is pad. this this day will be the start of it, and that's what happened. And it's already starting. I mean, we heard yesterday that uh, commitments are already starting to come in. Some pretty interesting ones. And obviously today uh, with the Kentucky guy coming in, I mean, they're coming, man. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
It's going to be a set of Louis luggage. Yeah. Yeah. And just so you guys know, because I saw in your mentions, people are like, spill the tea, spill the tea, spill the tea. We're just always going to let those kids get their shine. Absolutely. Absolutely. This ain't no like clickbait or something. You know, this is all about the student athletes and promoting them. Yep. These uh, these families and this university will decide when those things are announced. But Absolutely. Trust us. We coming. Yes, sir. We coming. Uh, guys, get your questions in now. We will answer them very shortly. Also, hit that thumbs up button if you're enjoying the show right now. We are at two twenty six. Let's try and get that to three hundred before today's show ends. We got five seventy seven watching. So, let's go. Crank it up. All right. What'd you um, say? Oh, damn. Oh, wow. It, that's what happens when you mention balls. <laughs> Tripods. <laughs> yeah, just keep, keep going up. Shout out to the American Raptors at Infinity Park. The American Raptors have athletes from all over the sports scene, football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, and soccer, playing rugby for them at Infinity Park. You can check out our weekly DMVR r- rugby podcast with Colton Strickler. Uh, best part about American Raptors games, uh, they're actually not free. They're free to stream, but they are just $10, and children 12 and under are free. And if you can't make it, you can watch all of the American Raptors matches live on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, if you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. And then shout out to Game Time. Um, CU Buffs fans got to wait a while to use Game Time, but we got Avs, Nuggets gearing up for a playoff run. Hit up Game Time. It's the place for last-minute ticket deals. Um, you can snag your tickets there without all the stress. Download the Game Time app now. Create an account and use code DMVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DMVR for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed you just pointed out my least favorite part of the spring game as i was walking out up the stairs to leave the stadium i was counting i went may june july <laughs> august september five we have to wait five months to see them play again we do however august is going to be exciting oh yes. yes last week of july and the entire month of august the band is going to be back together a lot like they're going to be open practices they're going to be scrimmages we this is this is going to be an August like you've never experienced in Boulder, Colorado, including celebrity, not only entertainers coming, but celebrity coaches as well. And, mm. and yeah, like I cannot wait for you guys to see and hear Charles Haley talk to the team. Damn. Just keep your finger on the beep. <laughs> like it is. Well, he is scary. Man. We don't have to do that here. Yeah. We don't, we don't. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We we're pro balls, tripods, and curse words. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a great summer. You know, uh, all the guys I've talked to today and, and and wishing them well and making sure, like, you know, it ain't over for you. Like, talk to Cameron Silman Craig. He's like, oh no, I'm working out tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I got to stay in shape and get in better shape. Like, this is this is not the end. This is the beginning of this. Yep. Um, okay. Five months and counting. I'm just going to throw this out as the first question because a lot of people balls, are asking. It? It's not balls. Okay. A lot of people are asking about Zico. Where Zico is, what's going on with Zico? Neely? I'll lean on the experts. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> see him play today. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what's going on. Neither do um, I. But everyone, you know, we, something's going on. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, you know, the the one thing I'll point to is is when we talked to Coach Brew and he was very – yeah, hard and direct on uh, on Zico. So, you know, um, I, I'm really confident in his ability, and I think that you know when we come back in in the fall, um, I wouldn't be surprised to to see him be a guy who makes an impact. Uh, but there's clearly something going on right now. Tight end's a hard position, man. I mean, these it rookies is. that come into the NFL, they always take a while to kind of adjust to that different speed of the game then. Yeah. Um, we experienced it in Denver with Noah Fant. I mean, a bunch of people had expectations for him, and it's just hard to meet those expectations I w- as a I will, player. I will tell you this. Current tight ends, ones that will come in, to have Coach Brew, Tim Bruce as your coach. I mean, this guy has put tight ends in the NFL. Yep. And he's going to be the special guest of a tight end that's going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. This guy knows how to get the most out of tight ends and propel them to get paid on Sundays. So I'm <coughs> excited about him getting his hands around that room and really having this summertime, you know, when they're working on their own and they get back here, 
to really show you how impactful the tight ends are going to be to this high-tempo offense. And in the chat there, uh, some people are saying it looked like he got rolled up on early in the practice. That would actually make the most sense to me Mm -hmm. because I didn't see him. Mm -hmm. Right. And other people said they saw him. So it would make sense if he was out there for a minute. Sure. And then, you know, uh, obviously they're going to use the utmost caution uh, on a day like today. Absolutely. Absolutely. But also shout out to Louis Passarello, man. I mean, he earned his number. He was out there working with the first team. Yeah. Yep. Uh, was doing some stuff. I mean, this is a guy and, who really and didn't. Coach Brew was big year. on him. Coach, yep. I talked to Brew pregame. He said, "Look, that's who I'm looking for. I'm looking for Louis to, to show me something today because I believe in him and I think he can help this team, you know, this fall. So I'm eyes were going to be on him regardless today. Let's go. Huge endorsement of him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, also in the chat, Neely, they wanted to know uh, what are your plans for break? You working or twerking? You know, there's going to be a fine balance. Yeah. All right? There's going to be about, uh, no, I'm lying. It's going to be 60% twerk, 40% work. <laughs> All know. work and no twerk, you know. Balls to the wall. Right? So, Again, you said it, man. <laughs> you say it best, though. Because <laughs> I think you mean it. it. It's heartfelt for you. I just say balls. You like balls. You know, you, you got a certain inflection Professional speaker, it. man. What can I say? <laughs> Are you going to be around? What's the uh... – Yeah, yeah. You know, my, uh, my, my schedule here for this quote-unquote break is I'm, you know, still doing work with Coach Prime, so he's going to be here often, so I'll still be here often. Uh, whether, you know, players are here doing the injury thing. I think May is going to be a lull for everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, folks will get out on the road and that kind of thing, and, uh, and then school rolls back in in June, and guys are doing their own workouts, player-led practices, you know. As best we can, we'll be bringing you guys that kind of information, but – Man, it'll be the middle of July, end of July for you know it, and, and we're here as ball time then. Yep. See, I said ball you time. said it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you like balls maybe a little bit. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Let's agree to agree. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll admit I like the usage of the word balls more than you if you own tripods. I'll own tripods, though. So you own it? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I'm not answering that. Oh, uh, Jake, own it. <laughs> no. It's right there for you, man. Uh, Take the tripod in your hands. Like, you could do it. I can't. No, you, no, just grab it. Nicholas is asking, <laughs> how many transfers do you guys think CU gets next week? In, I'm assuming. Mm, interesting question. I, I don't want to put a number on it, man. Because uh, I, I think today increased it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think today increased it. Uh, I, I, you know, from a marketing standpoint, I was concerned about the weather and the look. You know, because here it is, spring game, late April, snow on the ground. But the way that all came together, you know, I think the needle moved up as far as people wanting to play here. Mm -hmm. You know, because if – look, man, if it snows in spring and you got that kind of energy in that crowd, what's September going to be like? I I think we showed the world this is a place you want to be. So whatever number we were five hours ago, I think it's gone up and it's going to keep going up. Mm -hmm. People are going to want to play here. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And we showed today, you know, in uh, Vic Lombardi, who's a, a great local broadcaster here in town, put out a tweet basically saying, like, I think the hiring of Coach Prime was the single greatest business investment the University of Colorado has ever made. Um, and, and one of the points he made in there was, like, the, the university finally decided they're going to invest in football. Mm-hmm. And what, what they got in return was the fans saying – we're going to invest in football too. You saw um, that today. And, and, you know, this fan base has been through a lot, and I, I commend this fan base for the way they've showed up even when things were bad, but not for the spring game, I'll tell you that. And so today, like, what we saw was Colorado and its fan base takes football seriously, and that has to, ma- that has to matter to yeah. those guys. I asked him uh, at halftime about that. Uh, we do a little segment for the pregame show at half, and, you know, I'm – giving him the credit for this crowd. And he's like, no, it's not me. It's us. It's this team. It's, it's everybody who has believed and, and, and come to join me here and help this work. All of us, including the fans in the stands, including people who do shows like this, are the reason there's 47,000 people here. That he, he knows it's not just him that's doing this. It's a total team effort. Love that. Yeah. Especially to the grounds crew. They did the damn thing, man. <sighs> Seriously. Yeah. Needed them. <laughs> Also, I I had a grounds crew moment of my uh, myself oh, no. today, clearing oh, off did. the uh, <laughs> the grass for the tailgate. Well done, Ryan. Yeah, I used a, a, a window scraper to clear some space. <laughs> I don't want everyone to have to stand in the snow at the tailgate. And then no you. one stood. And then in the no space. one stood in my my green grass. 
Because it was a place of honor, you know. That's like, true. It was like, like, yeah, I like yeah, that. Let's stand there and marvel at it. Exactly. Take your shoes <laughs> off. You know, it's hallowed ground. You don't want to. That's where we finally have evidence that Ryan worked. Like, <laughs> you don't I see wasn't that twerking. Long. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, listen, do we have any questions? Uh, yeah. So we have a super chat. Okay. From MJA, Travis Hunter, and Shadur Sanders, future Heisman. Let's go. Let's go. Co Heisman. Yeah. There was something on the broadcast, a, a conversation, and I'm going to mess it up because I didn't get to hear it all, between Coach Prime and, and RG3 about the common ground of RG3's Heisman run mm -hmm. and what's taking place at Colorado. It's like a, you know, the, the, a certain coach was here, a certain this, certain that, and that's what happened. Yeah. And so Prime was like, so you mean like we can, it can happen here? He's like, oh, yeah. And I, I think that before this thing is said and done, when they invite those – Four or five guys to New York. Like, we could have Travis Hunter and Shador Sanders sitting there. It's possible. Yeah. That would be a dream. It can happen. And I will say this. You know, I've talked about this on the show before, but RG3 came into Boulder with that offense uh, during that Heisman season and ran it a very similar offense to what Coach Lewis does to perfection. And I, I've told this story on the show before, but, like, they ran that little triple option, the, the new age triple option, which is inside handoff, yep. quarterback keeper, or run or throw it to the wide receiver. In and the that's the exact conversation RG3 was having. He's like, you know, I know this tempo offense. I ran it. It, it was unstoppable. Yeah. It was unstoppable. So Yeah, if you, if you are in shape and, and condition, particularly at the O-line, and you got some depth there, and you have the sustained drive, you wear the defense out, man. Yeah. Like, there's too many offensive plays for the defense to keep up. And at altitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. talk about home field advantage. Yep. Uh, what else we got, Alyssa? Uh, a couple more. Another super chat from Lawrence. He said, did Shadur exceed your expectations? Your thoughts on the O-line? How scary can the D-line get once players come in? Any sense of an overall style of defense? That's a lot um, of questions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the defense style is, is going to match Charles Kelly's personality. It's going to be intense, and it's going to get to the ball. Yep. It's not going to assume that because the play went that way, there's no need for me to pursue. You're going to continue to get to the ball because you don't know if that's going to be stripped. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. So you're going to get to the ball. That D-line is going to be predicated on stopping the run first, disrupting the quarterback second. Uh, Shadur, as far as um, my eyes, I, it, it, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know the, the guys, here's that word, ball accuracy mm -hmm. is phenomenal. You know, he puts it right where the receivers, you know, can get it. So, again, it doesn't matter. I know that receiver. Okay, I know Caleb is shorter than, than Travis, so I know I'm throwing to Mathis or throwing to Hunter. And, and the guy's command of the offense is off the charts, and you just saw a glimpse of it today. Uh, I think the O-line, uh, you know, Coach OB is going to continue to make them rise to the occasion. Uh, and the biggest part of that is conditioning because mm -hmm. this, this tempo is going to move down the field. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and you got to get set and get ready for the next play. So the, 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 the O-lines being in shape when they get back here in August, whether it's guys that are here, new guys coming in, is, is going to be a major part of the success here. Yeah. I'm used to being able to, like, look at my phone between plays. Today, yeah, I, do that. it's no. not even. Absolutely <laughs> so not an not option. not be to do that. Yeah. They're gonna, they are moving, man. Yep. They are moving. Uh, it's I, tempo. I thought Shador played pretty well. Um, he had some really nice passes. Um, nothing, like, too crazy that we saw at JSU in terms of, like, tight window throws. Yeah. Like, he kind of saved a little bit of that, sure, I think. Sure, sure. Um, the I touchdown mean, to Travis, though, is like a perfect yeah. feather it over the defender. Um, you got to see him on cork one to Montana. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I thought the the overall uh, accuracy was, was 10 out of 10. No interceptions today. Yep. Yeah. Not even like a, a close call. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, and I'm you know when I defend Mata you know it, it's a little tongue in cheek there but a lot of times when it's it's blocked it's really not on the kicker no you know and a lot of times when balls are batted down it's not on the quarterback mm -hmm. yep. you know uh, because these linemen they know the routes as well and they know the the blocking style for where the player is going right. to go yeah and if they do their job you you don't get a ball batted down mm -hmm. you know it's not like Shadur is five six or something right <laughs> you know he's yeah. tall kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, so even when you saw things like that happen, you, you kind of know what your football lie. Well, that one really wasn't on him. You know? And, and yeah. in fact, if you go back and look at the film, where he was throwing to, the guy was damn open. Right. <laughs> right. You know, that was going to be a major play if not for the ball getting batted down. So I'm sure in the offensive line room they're discussing that. Yep. Like you got to block the guy and keep him from getting his arms up. Yeah. Offensive line I thought was okay. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, I, didn't, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't say they were bad for sure. No, it's but it's one of those things for me. It's hard to rate. Yeah, you know it because is. the quarterback is not going to be hit. Yeah, so you can't judge me on, on on pass protection. And then because the defensive line was depleted, you know some of these runs are going to happen eventually anyway because right. they're they're getting fatigued. So you know I see C plus because it's, it's yeah. what it is kind of thing. Yep. Uh, but but again, hats off to the D line. You know, to be out there short stacked and still be able to get hands up and knock balls down. There's that word. You know, uh, Cokes was doing it, man. Like, you know, hats off to him. Saw me too. You know, balls is such a normal word to say when talking about football. <laughs> and now I'm going to have to think about it yeah. every single time. But I, again, I don't think it's the word. I think it's just inflection. You mm. know, like, there's an enjoyment when he says it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like me when I say pizza. Like, we don't say, we don't say pizza. Like, I, I, I love pizza. Yeah. I say it with a happiness. <laughs> Damn, I'm hungry. Same. <laughs> uh, what else do we got? We have one last super chat uh, from Coach G. Graham. Unbelievable. Congratulations on a great spring game. I really felt it was a live game. Mm. Oh, my God. Shout out to CU fans. Peggy MVP. Peggy MVP. Hey, man. Nothing to add to that. Peggy yes. MVP. She kicked better than Mata today. Oh, there it is. Hey, <laughs> I'm under fire. You're the one saying He would say it to his face. I could throw a jab, man. He would to his face. All right, guys. Anything else? It was an awesome two days of podcasting with y'all. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone who came out today. Um, that was, like, really, really special. And not just everyone who uh, was at the tailgate, which was so cool, uh, but everyone who, you know, just said something when we were walking through the yeah. stadium. Um, and, and just everyone who came out and, and you know, braved the cold to support this program like it would have been easy to wake up this morning and say you know what i'm gonna watch it's on espn i can watch from home Mm -hmm. but uh very very few if any people did that so uh very proud of the fan base so so incredible to meet so many of you can't wait to keep doing it once the fall comes around i concur man shout out to the fans out there you know I had to keep my head on a swivel because I was hearing Uncle Neely in every direction. So I appreciate the love that you guys have given the pregame show and welcomed me into Boulder and with open arms and, and looking forward to this continued shared content and, and broadcasting together because I think we bring some unique perspectives that we can, you know, give these fans some different looks into what's happening under Coach Prime. But, man, much love to the CU fans who have just embraced the pregame show and shown good old Uncle Neely some love, man. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Yep, same thing, man. Can't say enough about the fans, just meeting all these people coming in. It's been really cool. Honestly, since August, since starting this, like, yep. the reception I've gotten has been amazing. Um, so thank it's you like guys. It's like you knew Deion Sanders was coming. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Lightning in the bottle, man. Perfect timing. Yeah. And, and you mentioned it a little bit, but the, doing these shows with you guys has been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I cannot wait to, uh, to keep that going during um, the season. They Absolutely. have no idea. Yep. How often they're going to have tripods, balls, <laughs> and they're going to be new things. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's just keep writing them right down. Yeah. Uh, off season, the pregame show, XDMVR buffs. Oh yeah, of course. Let's make oh, it happen. Yeah, yeah. can't of wait. Course. Man. Um, shout out to you guys in the chat. Subscribe to the pod. Hit that thumbs up on the way out. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs.